and welcome to Blazepod. It's Tuesday, the 9th of January. My name is Ben, and joining me as always, it's Andrew. How are you, mate? I'm all right, mate. Late one for us, this, so a bit tired. Might get a few yawns. Yeah, I know. We're we're recording this one at 8 o'clock in the evening, which is Mm. very late for us indeed. But uh, yeah, this this one actually probably will be fairly quick, because not a great deal (laughs) has happened with the Blades since we last recorded, apart Mm. from a win in the FA Cup. And... Of course, we've got to we've got to call an episode talking about win, haven't we? So, um, well, that's a shock of the round, really. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, I think the the first place to start is uh, well done, Blades. You know that that was obviously very strong favourites to win that game, but sidestepped a banana skin very mm. deftly there. That uh, to all uh, intents and purposes looked like a Premier League team swatting aside a lower league team that cannot hold a candle to the level of quality that the Premier League team has. And I guess... You know, <laughs> sorry, were you about to say something else? No, no, no. I'm just, I'm just saying, yep. I'm just yeah, nodding with you. <laughs> fair news. Um, and it just... Uh, I don't know. I, I guess, obviously, I really enjoyed watching the uh, watching the performance, watching the, um, the goals fly in, but also kind of reminded me, like, we're not a bad team... We're just a bad Premier League team, <laughs> you know. Like the the other, the majority of the other teams in the Premier League are just better than us. We aren't dreadful, and maybe if you did drop this team into the Championship, it would be, you know, an upper echelon Championship team. Maybe not as good as Leicester, for example, or Leeds, but we're probably not. We probably weren't as good as they were last season, anyway. You know, when they somehow got relegated and. And we got promoted, so yeah, I, I don't know. It just sort of it just gave me a little reminder, I guess, of like these aren't bad players. There are some actually very talented players in our in our squad, and um, yeah, it was it was nice to win a game in a uh, a good assertive, dominant manner. I thought. Yeah, obviously I didn't see it. So that's the second game in a row. What an absolute waste of time on this podcast me recently. <laughs> um, all I'm bringing is pure vibes. <laughs> um, that's all we need. But- that's all bringing vibes. But I've obviously seen um, the highlights and stuff, and I watched the Gillingham vlog back, um, and there, there were a guy and a girl like on before, and they were talking about how they actually fancied the chances um, mm. because obviously we've been doing that bad in the Premier League. They said there's a lot of pressure on us because it would have been a. I don't think it's it, you know we wouldn't have been sat here and I'll saying um, you know that's it Wilder's got to go or anything like that, but it would have been proper deflating because the season would have been well and truly over. Mm. Um, and yeah, everyone, you know, I watched Sky Sports from the pub with my dad, and he just sounds like I cruised it. So, um, and yeah, yeah, other than I can't obviously, uh, I don't want to go too far because Richard Keyes might be listening. Obviously, what he said about how can Wilder's head they've got a winning mentality when they've only won two out of the last ten or whatever he said. <laughs> yeah, I think he was. I think Wilder's point there was like it's good to get into a winning mentality, <laughs> isn't it? Which it absolutely is. Um, it wasn't as strong a first eleven as I actually wanted to see. Although no. it sounds like a lot of that was down to not risking certain players. So uh, Bogle got hit in the face in training, and um, my my initial like, oh for God's sake, like you know, <laughs> this is sort of just total boneheaded, like just just man up for God's sake, Jaden. Yeah, it, it then yeah, transpires yeah. he was actually he actually had a concussion, like had been in the sort of concussion process if you like so there was no yeah. way he actually could play with that so fair enough um McBurney wasn't risked Armand Odzich a notable absentee from the 20-man squad and it did do you see anything about that do you know why he wasn't no there? not now I mean there's a couple of people who were obviously missing and stuff and like I've not really heard that much about him I presume 
It's just like, I mean, you know, John Fleck's not been on the bench for a couple of I know he's not going to be, you know, be big game changer or anything like that, but, you know, where's he? Yeah, I mean, I'd be more concerned about Armadudzic potentially being sold. Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, right yeah, now, yeah, but... yeah, yeah. But, it's like, I mean, that, that's the sort of game you'd have thought Fleck would have featured in some capacity. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Um, I think, uh, so yeah, just uh, not not the strongest team. Sariki, um, probably an emergency start, I would imagine. Yeah. Right back instead of Bogle. Uh, Luke Thomas is still there because Max Lowe is injured. So uh, anyone expecting us to um, send Luke Thomas back to Leicester uh, mm. Probably is gonna at the at the very best case if you actually want to get rid of him. The best case is he probably goes back in a few weeks when um, Norton Davis and and lower closer to fitness. Um, Norwood starts in midfield and Willisula up top. And um, I guess the two probably the two best things to come out of this game: Norton Davis starting a game and looking yeah. um, more than competent. Obviously, he's going up against a League Two uh, mm. attack, but he played played centre half of a. Um, of a back four, so that's not a familiar position to him. Yeah, and, um, yeah, we're really confused when the team came out. How we're going to line up, and then it obviously did become apparent that's the only way we could have really because you know those two are centre halves, and you know Robinson's not really that. You know he's not played in a four in himself that much, has he? No, not not hugely. Only in, um, I guess, only in since Wilder's taken over, really. Again, mm. um, but yeah, the all full back back four of Luke Thomas, Norton Davis, Jack Robinson, and Femi Sariki. <laughs> Um, yeah. yeah, so the other the other major plus, of course, is Willisula getting his first yeah. Sheffield United goals. Um, and yeah, I, I don't, uh, you know, I, I wrote about this on the um, the BBC Sport page today. I, I don't see this as like this is going to tip him over the edge in terms of that's it. He's got confidence now. You know, he's going to go on a streak. But at the same time, I think it is good. It's it's great for any any striker, whether you're a young striker or a new signing. To just get over that hump and get your first senior goal in it, so yeah, yeah. And it was good. Well Obviously, the, the both goals are really is. I know the, the second one looks like a tapping, but he does react quicker than anybody else. And mm. obviously, the first goal didn't look like the fact. Did you know who got gone in? Obviously, when yeah, you watched the truth. I mean, yeah, and I, I just want to say actually, uh, anyone that went to this game, uh, well done. You deserve you you deserve this if you've been going I, to some I, of our yeah, recent away absolutely. games. Absolutely. I was, I was set to go to this one, and then circumstance. Uh, well, I'm not going to lie. I paid money off to go to Portugal instead, which seems like a better use of my money than going to Gillingham away. But uh, yeah, so I, I was watching it obviously uh, on a on a stream, and yeah, I, it was a hilarious goal in a way. I mean, I, th- I thought it was in straight away. Like you know, it looked, it looked pretty clear um, that he'd smashed it on target and it like hit the keeper and gone in. But yeah, no um, no crowd reaction at all. The, no. The um yeah, just sort of silence from the away fans. Um yeah, I saw, I saw that on uh, Travelling Blades vlog as well. That he... Yeah, I watch it, they're all hey, hey. We're a bit like obviously Luke I'm on the week before, obviously in the league and the drilling well, on the drilling vlog that I watched, they were all doing the same as we hey, you scored up, you're final, you know. Um but yeah, um it's it's again that's what I mean, that's an, a, a proper under twenty threes Asula goal, and that's the sort of goals we see him score all the time in the under twenty threes. Yeah, I really like this about him. I think I, I remember it with the Palace game, the first game of the season. Like, you know, probably only touched the ball like twenty, twenty-five times in that game. But I really yeah. liked that he tried to do something every time he got it under control. Like, you know, we had that in that game. I remember he had that sort of snapshot in the first half that like deflected mm. just <laughs> wide, and he does do that, doesn't he? He will have a go. Like he'll sort of, 
you know, throw a step over in or something and, and just fire it at goal. Yeah, you're right. He, that, he's probably scored that goal like 20 times for the under-21s, I think, or the under-23s as it was. Um, and yeah, he does a little step over, fires it on target, keeper hits him on the leg and deflects into the goal. And yeah, big, big moment for him. And then he, he reacts really well with the second one as well. Um, yeah, just... Uh, yeah, he doesn't strike me as a... I don't feel like he's been playing with a lack of confidence, Asula. I don't think... I don't feel like that's why he hasn't scored up to this point. No, I just think it's a level too high for his ability right now. Exactly. He, might, he might want to be a Premier League player, but realistically, he, he, he probably should be on loan at a club not that much higher than Gillingham, to be honest. And that's no disrespect to Asula whatsoever. It's just that we're playing in the best league in the entire world and... You know, seasoned strikers struggle to score, as we've seen with our strikers. Yeah, there's not many. Um, I mean, there's just not many good twenty-year-old strikers in the Premier League. Like, I don't know. Mm. I've, I've just racking my brains now. There's probably one or two out there that are like, but I mean, that are actually like putting not just on ability, but are actually putting up numbers. If you like, you know, that are actually scoring eight, ten, twelve goals a season. I mean, how old's that Alvarez for? Uh, Man City, I bet he's like twenty four, yeah. so he's twenty three. Yeah, so yeah, twenty for a twenty year old to be doing it is um yeah. is a hell of an ask. I mean, look, he uh, he tried an overhead kick against Luton on Boxing Day. That's not a yeah. that's not a striker who's lacking confidence. It's just he should yeah. be enjoying it. I mean, mm. obviously, it's I think he is. City. He looked. I mean, yeah, this is another thing. I, he just he's not moping about, is he, on the pitch? He's, no. he's trying to the best of his ability. I think, and yeah, we he's just. We've just thrown him in the deep end this season. It's it's been it. it really unfair be. on him in a way. Yeah, yeah, he should be. I don't. He shouldn't shouldn't be at the club realistically. If we'd have had a you know a proper um, summer and a transfer window and stuff like that, he wouldn't be here. You know mm. because we'd have replaced him or we'd have kept him dying. There'd be nowhere near the first eleven. But you know it might arm his development in the short term, but hopefully not long term because we're going to have to next season. Obviously, we. I don't know what's going to happen with Bernie, but. We are going to be pretty sure. It looks like Jimerson might sign after what we said last week. Now, you know, that's the talk at the moment. While yeah. we're expecting to sign, so we've got Jeberson, Asula, and Brewster. One of those three has got to step up and become the first choice striker, whether McBurney stays or not. I can't see us, you know, spending big on another striker or anything like that. So you, those three now are coming into an age group of like 21, 22, 23, where they are going to have to make an impact in the lower leagues. And by the lower leagues, I mean the championship because it's that much of a difference between the championship and the Premier League. So I think um, Sula's definitely in front of the other two for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, just on that Jebison thing, that was... Uh, I mean, it's it's not like a, a fully developed bit of news yet. But um, yeah, a surprising quote from Wilder before this Gillingham game. So we obviously... We did that episode last week about um, you know players that are out of contract and he... He was one that we said, um, or I said, like the the club really um, needs to hang its head in shame that we're going to lose this asset for nothing, which is exactly how it looked at the time of recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I've got this story here in the Star. Wilder, quote from Wilder, when asked um, if United fans would see Jebison pull on their shirt again, he said, you will do 100%. I've met his parents. We've had an open and honest conversation about Dan's future. He wants it to be here. He's assured me of that we're in negotiations with his age, negotiations with his agent, hopefully for Dan to sign a new contract. So, you know, they're yeah, brilliant news. I, yeah. mean, I wonder if that's where Traore went as well. You know, I don't know if I'm just putting two into the game, getting five, but I wonder if that's another strike. That if he, if Jefferson stays, that's four young strikers we'd have on the books next year. You know, yeah. Traore doesn't get announced, then that's a lot to carry. And I imagine they're all on all right wages, if not amazing wages. Yeah. 
there's uh, what is it Wilder said there's there's nothing in those meetings I've had with him and with Dan to suggest he won't be part of the medium and long term future here now maybe that's Wilder sort of uh, I don't know wish casting a bit or like playing playing a bit of media games you know or, or yeah. not put pressure on Jefferson but just you know put it out there that like all is not lost I guess or yeah. maybe even an olive branch to be honest like of like look this is, we have a good relationship like you know I'm a kind of a fresh start for you in terms of uh, yeah. a fresh old start I suppose in terms of a manager yeah. Um, but yeah overall that's that's a much more positive spin on the situation than it looked even last week and yeah if he if he if he does agree to a new deal Jebison, I'll be very happy with that because yeah, yeah. When, whether you think he's going to become a you know a, a starting striker even in the championship or not it's still an asset that we were going to lose for nothing and you tie him down and suddenly he has value again to us to a team that doesn't have or a club that doesn't have a whole lot of money so yeah yeah, yeah. and like I say I mean the the thing we really need from him if he's going to stay we, we could do him getting back soon obviously we're still not really sure exactly obviously rumours go around I don't want to speculate on him about what, what happened but um, we do need him back soon just to get some games in before next season We you know and then hopefully can start get a full pre-season behind him and like I say Jebison Solar and to a lesser extent Brewster you know the, the, the potential is there for one of those three next season to, to really you know this is their season you look to Berrett and Diaz is a great example, actually, at Blackburn, where they had him for three seasons or whatever. He didn't do anything. Then all of a sudden, he went on a, you know, got 15 goals, top goal scoring in the league or whatever he was. And that's what we need from one of those three to get us like like 10 goals or something next season. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be nice. Um, so, yeah, this this was like a, uh, a a blueprint for how to avoid a cup upset, I think. You know, 2-0 up after 40 minutes. We had a couple of other chances. Um, Brooks had one where he... Yeah. I, don't, I don't know what he was trying to do. It's, just, yeah. like, it's <laughs> like he got a golf club out and he was trying to sort of chip it onto the green or something. Like, he just yeah. clipped it wide. Um, Archer had one a bit of a fresh air shot when it looked like yeah. he was just sort of going to tap it in. Uh, McAtee was kind of, uh, you know, running rings around the full back on the wing. And, yeah, it was just, just a really enjoyable watch, I suppose. I don't know. I, I, I get the... I saw a few people saying, you know, it's a shame it took us a while to put the game to bed with a third goal, but... Yeah, because they did have... So, I mean, obviously, I didn't watch the game, but I've looked at the, the highlights. They did have a couple of chances. Obviously, the when they hit the post, is probably the... the almost the turning point. That's their last proper chance, I think, to, to get something out of the game. And if that goes in, it's going to be a nervy last 10, isn't it? Or I guess so, yeah. I, I didn't really feel in danger. I mean, that came from a set piece, and I think it's mm. Caesar had come on at this point, just didn't get ahead on it, and... Uh, yeah, it's the post and bounces away. But um, yeah, we did once we got the third goal for sure. That was absolutely game over and a, a fantastic pass by uh, Ollie Norwood. A just... superb pass, yeah, brilliant assist. Uh, I love how United tweeted that. They were just like, <laughs> "Not Ollie Norwood finds James McAtee." He, he, he does in the sense that I don't know. Like, I mean, if I'm trying to find you in a, I don't know, a massive supermarket. And I'm throwing things through the shelves to try and get to you. I don't, I'm just a terrible analogy, That's but you know what I mean. It. Yeah, <laughs> it's an absolute like appalling pass from, from Norwood. Is that his first assist of the season? I hope so. That'd be brilliant. <laughs> it's, not, it's not impossible given we haven't scored that many goals, but yeah, it's it's such a bad pass that um, he, he Jedi mind tricks to. Gillingham defenders into just leaving it to each other. I saw somebody say, I don't know if this was someone at the game or someone guessing or what, McAtee said, keepers. And then, <laughs> um, and then they both left it. If that did happen, that is... You remember when that happened in the uh, Sheffield Derby with Fleck? Oh, yeah, but didn't he... 
Uh, we left it, it for an attack, wasn't it? It was, uh, yeah, was it not Sam Hutchinson? Why can I remember shouted, this? And it was Sam Hutchinson, wasn't it? Sam Hutchinson shouted keepers. Flick like an idiot, actually believes him, leaves it, and then they nearly score probably the best chance of the entire game. That's probably the, best, the only shot they had, I think. The best chance of the entire three games there, I think. They were all nil-nil, <laughs> yeah, weren't exactly, they? exactly, yeah. Um, yeah, I do remember that. But it, it, it rolls through to McAtee, who finishes very nicely indeed, and then he, he caps it a few minutes later with a, um, a short corner, runs into the Brilliant. box, absolutely mm-hmm. lashes one into the uh, side netting on the far side. Yeah, beautiful goal. Um we had a couple of other chances as well. I think it was uh, Brewster had a one-on-one, which um, the keeper saved. I think Brereton Diaz had like a quite a... It, it was a one-on-one. He probably should have squared it. I think to yeah. Brewster, it would have had a much better yeah. chance. But yeah, we... Um, as I say, it was kind of that blueprint of like, this is what a, you know, a, a, a decent Premier League team or a decent championship team should look like against the League Two team, where the longer the game goes on, you're just more and more in control. And every, yeah. every time... Certainly in the first half, I felt this. Every time Gillingham came forward, it felt like a chance for us. It probably, I've seen a few people say this, it was probably what a lot of other teams feel like playing against us this season. Yeah, like, yeah, you kind I mean, of just... look, it's a massive gap. We should be winning. Oh, yeah, yeah. But 4 is probably what we should be winning by, realistically, with the difference in money, even us, you know, with, with, mm. with the two clubs. But we've seen other teams this weekend. You know, I mean, I know Blackpool are not in... League Two, but Forest very nearly lost to them at home. Mm. Um, and we've seen it in the past where, you know, us, we lost to Barnet. And I think the team that lost to Barnet were probably not as good as this team, to be completely honest, but they were on much more of a high. I know he made lots of changes, but there's still some good players in there, like Coots, Lundstrom, Leon Clark, and, and we lost to Barnet at home, so it, it can happen. And I think we needed it. I think if we'd have lost that, it'd have been a, it's already down on the club, obviously, but I think that would have been like a... Oh. And, it, it, you know, we had some, some, something to be excited about with the draw, and you know, if you want to come on to that now, I've, I've seen people going mad about him, like saying it's rubbish. Yeah, I, I think it could be could have been a lot worse. Yeah, I talked I talked my way into it. Um, I was a little bit disappointed at first. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like I had one. Oh, just just quickly before we get onto that. Um, yeah, I'm, yeah, I don't want to. T- you know, so he lost a Barnet, and I, it's only twelve months since um, a much stronger eleven, I'd say, than the one we put out here. Um, almost lost to National League Wrexham in what would have been really annoying fashion, if you remember. Is it- um, Similar team actually went out to Lincoln as well in the League Cup. So, also true, yeah. So I'm not turning my nose up, uh, um, swatting aside a, a team a few leagues below us. I enjoyed it immensely, and yeah, the the draw it, it could have been a lot worse. I think I, I'm not I'm not one of these that's like, and I, I wonder if there's any Wednesday fans like this, but I'm not one of these that was cacking the cacking myself at the prospect of. Potentially no, I'm playing. all right with it. I, I normally am, but I'm all right with this time, and I think yeah. it's because. You know, I'd, I'd like a big game because, in my eyes now, there's not much to play for, if, if anything, other than pride and getting to a decent point tally and going down with someone out for next season. So I, I wouldn't have minded it. It's the first time I've ever been in a cup draw where I thought, we won't mind him, you know, Wednesday, because we could put all those eggs into that basket, realistically. Mm. And I think not to get all, um, you know, massive about it, but... <laughs> I think we give them a right chasing, don't you? Like, if we uh, put well, our strongest the team. The form team in the league, I was listening to Not the Top 20 earlier, and uh, they were both laughing, actually, that <laughs> Matt Wednesday fans who have uh, texted in saying, do you think we can get playoffs? And like, obviously not, no. <laughs> like, third from bottom. I'm like, going to say, they're, they're, they're have... still in the bottom three, right? <laughs> yeah, they're still in the bottom three, but, yeah, you know what they're like. I mean, it's, it's the complete opposite to our fans, isn't it? You know, fair play to yeah. optimism, but ridiculous. Yeah, it's what people like us speak to say, I'm not ruled out playoffs. 
Well, I, I'll rule it out for you then. Like <laughs> <laughs> you know, you might you might stay up now, and obviously they're in a lot better form, and it seems like you know the manager's done fantastic uh, at Wednesday. But realistically, as we've seen ourselves, the gap between the Premier League and the Championship is absolutely enormous. So exactly we would go that. in strong favourites. Exactly that, mate. Yeah, I, I feel. Um, yeah, I feel maybe people who feel this. Real jeopardy in that game, and of course, it's, it's a game of football. You can you can lose the game. Yeah, anyone can lose. But you looked. I mean, I know it's a completely different level. But Sunderland Newcastle, I watched uh, at the weekend, and Sunderland are much better than Wednesday. Newcastle are much better than us, um, and Newcastle could have had about five. You know, they they absolutely. It's such a different, and I think I saw some Sunderland fans actually after on Twitter and stuff saying something on the lines of, "Yeah, it just shows the difference." You know, we think the likes of Jack Clark and Bellingham. Uh, really good players and they've just been completely pushed aside by a completely out of form Newcastle team and you know we know that only too well don't we yeah yeah exactly um so the yeah there were there were a load of teams uh that I didn't particularly want us to draw and my my nightmare one was Man City away but Brighton at home it's okay I I guess I'd have have preferred a more winnable game but like yeah we can win that why not we drew them away and we're awful. Yeah. And I think, I mean, the thing is, I think one of the, I saw someone, probably rightly so, Brighton are one of the probably five or six, seven teams who might think they can win the FA Cup. And I think that's probably true. You know, there's not many more. Maybe Villa, you know, obviously the big six or whatever, they used to be the big six. And then you've probably got Villa and Brighton. Mm. And I can't think of anyone. Maybe West Ham, but I can't see it. So there is that. But I think the fact that they're still in Europe uh-huh. um, and they're still really, you know, got a lot to play for in the Premier League. It's not as if they're, where are they, sixth or something like that? Sixth or seventh, seventh or something yeah. like that? Seventh in the league. They've got a lot to play for. I'll be surprised. I mean, I, I will be surprised and I hope they don't play the I think if they play the best team, it's going to be a massively difficult afternoon. Um, but I think if they start resting some players, which they probably should do realistically because it's probably the least important competition that they're in. Then I think we've definitely got a chance. Yeah, I think yeah, with them having lots of fixtures to juggle. I mean, I don't think Europa League will pick up for a little bit, does it? Is that what they're in Europa League? I don't... Yeah, they're in the Europa League. Yeah. Or maybe where is this? Maybe they've not been drawn. Uh, I do you know. I hate looking for Europa League stuff. Um, here we go. Fifteenth of Feb is the next. Okay, so that's a couple of weeks after this. I don't know if that's when Brighton are playing, but that's the next. Um, yeah, carry on talking. I'll have a quick look. Yeah, they definitely yeah, they did. I'm just. I don't know why this is not here. That's weird. Um, we play them in the league on the uh, 18th, as it happens. So there's there's a slightly dull element to that, I suppose, of playing them twice at home in a few weeks. For their um, fans as well, all that way. You yeah, know, I mean, this might get moved again. So, um, yep. you know. <laughs> do you know? Um, so Brighton are seventh. Do you know how? Well, would you like to guess how many of their 20 Premier League games they've won? Uh, I'm not. I'm going to say nine. It's eight, which is the same yeah, amount. I know as... they're not. I remember that when I got the view from last time we played them, and they weren't. You know, I think they've drawn it on to Luton. They've drawn it on to Burnley. I want to say drawn it on to Everton. They've not had a, like anywhere near the season that they had last time, which is probably understandable with the the Euro Europa League thing. I really can't. I can't get my head around why there's nothing. If anyone knows who who the hell uh, Brighton are playing in the Europa if they, League, if they're not League, had the like, if they're not had the draw yet. I, I thought they had. Maybe they haven't. Maybe is it even finished? In fact, I don't know. Anyway, um, I don't, <laughs> did, I don't know. Did they get knocked out? Maybe they got knocked out. I'm sure. They no, didn't no, they, they won the bloody group. Yeah, yeah, they, they still don't know. But who that anyway, I mean, oh, hang on, blah blah blah. The, uh, the next big date for them is the uh, yeah right. The draw is made on 23rd of February. 
Okay, so well after we've played this game. So it probably doesn't really factor in in terms of rest of it. So they, yeah, maybe if we were in well. the fifth... <laughs> yeah, maybe if we're in the fifth round, it would come into play a bit more. But um, yeah, they, they've won the same amount of games as Everton and Wolves this season in the Premier League. So they're not... Yeah, they're not incredible. And obviously we have drawn with them already, despite being terrible. I, I think it's an okay draw. I think um, uh, from my point of view... It's another home game, and as we know only too well, there's there's like big gaps between home games. So I'm Absolutely. I'm grateful I mean, for another chance to to have one. I'm hoping it's going to stay at three o'clock, but I got a feeling it'll be moved. And another thing is as well, by the way, just in terms of the, like who might rest players, there there's a full set of fixtures the week after the like on the Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Week, yeah, yeah, they've got Luton away. So we've got. Um, I've seen some talk that he might get moved to a Friday night, but. I don't know. I hope not. I'd like it to be three o'clock Saturday, but it's um yeah. So there, there might be more chance of him resting players with them playing Luton away on um you know big trip to Kenilworth Road. Obviously, <laughs> no one to go. You might want to save the best place for that. Yeah, don't bother about the cup, Brian. If you you know you're not going to win. Yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> I hope, You've got you... something else to play for, we haven't. <laughs> no, exactly. Well, that's that's the beauty of it, isn't it? We can pretty much put all our eggs into this basket. You know, strongest possible team. I hope and, and really go for it. Um. I think Wednesday, Wednesday get drawn at home as well, so there'll be some fiddling around with yeah, the, who yeah, plays on what day. They've got Coventry, which is obviously not going to be on TV. I can't see our game being on TV, but you never know. They pick yeah, some more. Two, two Premier oh. League teams, yeah. I hope, um, I hope United aren't, aren't mad with their ticket prices for this game. Like, mm. Let's try and, try and you know get a good crowd in. Don't be charging yeah. like 30 quid. I can't see Brighton bring you many, which is understandable. Um, oh, I, I really can't. Especially not on a Friday night. <laughs> I swear, I'm going to say, especially if they move it to a Friday or even a Sunday, you know, because they're coming yeah. again in February, like three weeks later. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'm happy. I'm absolutely fine with the draw. It's, it's like a big enough game, I think, where mm. you know it's going to be it's going to be a a, a bit of a. It, I'm not going to go into it expecting to win, you know, which I, I always enjoy as a fan experience. But at the same time, I feel like it's a game we could get through to the next the, round, and then you know. The thing is, it's, uh, there's not been that many shocks this year, neither. Do you look at the teams before? Obviously, the, there are still sides you'd want to play easily at home or whatever, and you know even Wrexham at home and stuff like that. But especially when it got down to those last numbers, I mean, I were at work and just watching the draw coming in, and um, you're thinking could have been a lot worse. Could have had Newcastle away, um, Fulham would have been an awful draw away from home, I think, or something like that. You know what I mean? So at least we were at home. At least we got Brighton. Yeah, uh, yeah. Bring it on. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. As I say, just. See what they do with ticket prices and uh, and timings of it. Um, I should say because many people messaged us afterwards saying the reason we're not playing yeah. a game of football this weekend is because there is a Premier League winter break, but they do it like five five sets of fixtures on this weekend and then five sets of fixtures on the following weekend. So we get this weekend off and like half the league gets the following weekend off when we're playing. I was really really annoyed listening to the Brentford manager. I don't know if you've seen those comments when they obviously no. draw it. Who was the draw with Wolves? Yeah, well, Doyle scored a brilliant goal actually. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. we play too many games and they should get rid of replays and so. And I can see the, I can see why you think they should get rid of replays because well, they don't. I think it's like after the fifth round there aren't any anyway. Yeah, there aren't any anyway. So you're talking like two rounds for the uh, uh, three rounds for the Premier League. Yeah, team. I just, I just think you look so stupid saying well, we play too many. Brentford aren't in Europe. They play no. less games than everyone else in the divisions below. Play, probably play less games than everyone else in the entire league, like with themselves <laughs> at the moment, because they've got nothing else to. You've got Blackpool, for instance, who've got to replay at Forest. They're in the Johnson's paint, or whatever it's called now. 
They've got to play the League Cup, they've got to play the FA Cup, and they've got to play 46 league games and maybe playoffs as well. <laughs> are they in League I, One, Blackpool? Yeah, I just think, like, yeah, you have a bit of self-awareness about, you know, what you're talking about. You're playing 38 games in a season and you've got no other the distractions if you don't want to play in the cup put your reserves out and lose yeah yeah fair enough um what else have we got that just, just tick off here uh evan easton was on the bench for the blades a young defender yeah. um, don't know who he is yeah i'm gonna say he didn't 95. get on the... number 95 five he's listed as 43 here but there was something pretty much about him being 95 weren't there um yeah not not his age obviously his uh shirt number well he was the next in line to play i think as a center half obviously um mm. The the other people uh, who else is what they the the youth team come on Gomez I don't know where he is at the moment actually does he still play uh, for us I think Mixing he does yeah I saw, I saw someone having in the in the team the lineup um, yeah he does yeah yeah so I, I don't know where he were but I, I presume obviously we're supposed to be signing this um, Sam Curtis is mm. that his name yeah yeah I keep wanting to say um, what's his name uh, <laughs> Ian Curtis who's Joy Division I've done this before <laughs> but like it's not him. Um, Sam Curtis, uh, I don't know much about. I know uh, Chef United worked on a video, which I've not got around to watching yet. But um, yeah, I think he's going to be another youth team signing. And obviously, the next big rumor is Danny Danny Ward, isn't it? Which is... Yeah, get, get out of here with this. I'm not. This is this is <laughs> this is nonsense, right? Like, if we, uh, yeah, I don't want to give this much airtime. Like, if, we, if we're signing Danny Ward, the goalkeeper from Leicester, the third choice goalkeeper from Leicester. Oh, I don't know what we're doing. That's I'm just throwing up my hands at that point. Just keep Wes in net for God's I'd sake. I genuinely think Wes is better than Danny Ward from what I've seen. People I do. might say he's an international goalkeeper and stuff like that, but just bear in mind Adam Davis is second choice for Wales. Yeah. Um, well. uh, yeah. I yeah. I mean the Schmeichel one. I got the view on Schmeichel actually, just in case he does sign and it's not great. Um, but at least he has some pedigree, and I can sort of see it till the end of the season. He wants to come here by all accounts because. Um, he wants to get into the. He wants to come back to England, but he also wants to get in the Denmark team for the Euros. And the only Premier League club who's going to play him is us. That's um, not going to get anyone else's team. So, but I can see how it work makes sense in that. I can't get my head. I can't even begin to think whether Danny Ward, you know, why why would be considering signing him at all? When I saw those rumours, I thought we were talking about the goalkeeper coach that used to be with United and uh, yeah, is now like part of yeah. the Lioness setup. And I was like, oh no, you mean the one that's rubbish for Leicester? No, yeah, no, thank well, you. I talked to my Wednesday fan mates. They've signed Jeremy Beadle, aren't they? Um, <laughs> from European <from> frame. <laughs> Be careful. Now. Um, now they've, what's his name? It is James Beadle, actually, isn't it? James Beadle. Beadle. Is it Beadle? I, was, I, was, I bet he's better than the one where. It is Beadle, yeah. It is, it is, it is Jezza Beadle, yeah. James Beadle. Um, and I said, I bet he's better than the. Uh, to my Wednesday mate, like, I bet he's better than the one we're after, Daddy Ward. And he put the, the Huddersfield striker. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Although he might be better in the goal, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, even his name's boring. Just stick with Wes. Just stick with Wes. And actually, fairly no- notable, maybe, that Wilder did stick with Wes in this one, and he made a couple of good saves as well. I like, feel like it would have been very easy that. to give him the weekend off, um, or indeed the month off, as it mm-hmm. pretty much is, and just play Davis. I thought that were really, really interesting, actually, that he picked him. I did expect Davis to play in this, because obviously Wilder's not seeing him in action in terms of like a you know as he's been manager i'm sure he knows he's not good enough but i did i did wonder is he going to give him a chance and he didn't so you presume adam davis's days are numbered whatever happens by the end of the season yeah and a you know a nice little i don't know i don't want to read too much into it but a nice little vote of confidence for fodgeringham mm-hmm. as well i thought good save off as well didn't he i know we're a great save yeah he made uh I think he made oh, another one as well didn't he yeah. yeah a couple of good stops and obviously 
clean sheet is uh, is very clean nice indeed. Wears. Clean sheet was yeah. So you know a, a lot of uh, a lot of little positives if you like to pull out of that game. Minutes for Norton Davis, goals for Asula, minutes for Brewster. You know if you think that's going to be a factor at some point. Clean sheet for Wes. Nice to see you know Sariki get a, a run out for the first time. Mm. Just I guess just a few words on him like. I think he kept it quite safe. I imagine he was quite um, quite a late like decision to put him in the team, and yeah. I was open to see a bit more out of him because um, I think you mentioned this last week. Like you know, people who watch the under twenty ones regularly said like you know he's really come on as an attacking player in this like at that level anyway. So I was open to sort of see him cut loose a bit more, but I think I think he was just trying to keep it safe, you know, keep it tidy. Mm. Um, which was fine. He did that. Uh, he did that very adequately indeed. So, yeah, well done, Blades. Four 0 win into the next round. Brian at home, bring it on. Looking forward to it. Uh... Yeah, just one more thing actually before we. Th- I don't know. We're probably going to do one next week about the West Ham game, whatever. But um, you, is there any shout to say that Asula keeps his place after the two goals? Mm, no, I don't think so. And I, I'm, I'm good. I'm with you, yeah, I agree with you. But obviously, we have struggled, and he's got, you know, he's what is he second top goal scorer just after that, <laughs> after that one game? But yeah, I wonder if he has put him above uh, Bruce or someone else. Obviously, he did start above him, so it'd be interesting. Oh, yeah, yeah. but I mean, I'd, I want to see. Like, I mean, now oh. now that we've signed the bugger, Brereton Diaz with, yeah, with Archer and McBurney should be your front yeah, three. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, that's got to be the three, on it? Yeah, that. McBurney yeah. didn't feature, did he? As you say, so no, he was on the um, bench, but yeah, um, or yeah. you know, McAtee potentially is another, you know, one of that front three. Yeah. Um, yeah, five up top. Five up top. Why not do it? Uh, okay. yeah, why not? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'd, I'd, I mean, I'd just rather see Asula than Brewster. Full stop. At this stage, I just, I don't know. I just want to see. I want to see him get the chance to develop. I suppose if he's, if he's indeed not going to go out on loan this month, as it's, I don't know. I don't think that's that likely. Like, to be honest, I think he probably still no, is part of the squad. Um, Another thing as well, I was going to say is Norton Davis. Does he? keep his place or is it a bit too early to ask for imagine it's two weeks gap in it so i don't see why i couldn't play yeah i mean i sort of yeah i think i probably jumped over this earlier but like they he's starting this is earlier than i'd ex, like mm. hoped mm. he'd be starting a game to be honest mm. so um yeah, yeah I, I hope he's you know left back against west ham that's yeah that is our next yeah. fixture isn't it um yeah that's right yeah yeah because yeah, there'll be i mean i assume there'll be some under 21s games in the interim like they can get a run out in and um I'm sure there'll be some behind closed door friendly or something to fill this gap as well. Um, so yeah, I hope he's uh, I hope he's locked in to start that that um, that West Ham game. Yeah, that would be fantastic to see. Um, yeah, yeah. taken from where he was 14 months ago. Yeah, what a long time out. Long, long time. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't look. I mean, obviously we're playing a League Two team, but there was nothing in that performance that made me sort of. You know, I've like a sharp intake of breath of like, like oh, it doesn't, it, it just doesn't look right. Like, um, yeah. and it's a completely different injury and a completely different, different player at a different stage of career. But like when Coots came back, yeah, you could yeah. see straight away, he's, he's just not going to get back to that he's level. He lost the yard, and I, it lost the yard. And I think um, it was Steve Cabber were never quite the same either. If you remember that, he had a yeah, came back, got injured after about five minutes. I remember it was horrible. I think oh, it was weeping at home. He came on and got injured straight away and had to go back off and like this guy's you know, he's finished and he wasn't finished. He, he came back obviously, played in the Premier League with Watford, mm. um, helped us get promoted, but he was never quite as explosive um as he was. And then obviously but you know, we've seen we we have got to be careful. We saw with Jack O'Connell, obviously. Mm. He were out at the end of the True. previous season, came back, played the first two games, 
career over. So, you know, we, don't, we certainly don't want that to happen again. No, certainly not. But, yeah, there was nothing in that that gave me pause, I guess, from a physical point of view. So, um, yeah, that's that's really encouraging. And, uh, yeah, hopefully it continues on uh, on that trajectory. Um, what, we, what else we got? We've got the, there's the under-18s, I think it's tomorrow night at the lane. And now I'm going to get out Yeah, you're going that, to start, yeah? Yeah, I think so. It's free for season ticket holders. Um, yeah, FA Youth Cup, fourth round, I think, something like that. So, why not? Yeah. As I said, you know, we've only got one home game in February, January. It feels like, and do you know what? I'm quite looking when I've, I've quite enjoyed the break. As horrible as that sounds, obviously I've not seen the last two games. Man City, I didn't really take as a competitive game anyway. Even more less so than the FA Cup. And then I missed this game because you went out with my dad for a bit. And then, um, and then I don't know. I think I've quite enjoyed the break, but now I'm looking at it thinking another week, like before we actually get to go to Bramall Lane again. It's yeah. like. Absolutely outrageous, and I, I don't know. And then after that, what is it? Another three weeks, two weeks, or whatever, till the FA Cup. Or well, anyway, Something the home like game. You yeah. to get your centre some non-league games, mate. Enjoyed. Uh... I know, well, they all get called off, aren't they? So. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> this is why hands with the like my my second team at the minute because they play on like the the four G pitch or whatever it is, five G triple jab pitch as um, Travelling Blade <laughs> calls it. Um, <laughs> yeah, so they never get called off. So I enjoyed their uh, their derby with Sheffield FC in the I think it's the Hallam Senior Senior Hallamshire Cup last week. Yeah, you know, just yeah. I think that's it. Like I was thinking this earlier, um, and this is a bit a bit ramp. People probably don't need to know this, but I was like the Premier this season in the Premier League is in a weird way. It's made me love football more because. I, I'm more like I'm more locked into just watching foot, like going to a football match. Yeah, I get this. Yeah, and I'm, I don't, I, I'm like the sort of you know, hoo ha around like the Premier League or whatever. That's made me like mentally lock in on like grassroots, like just the act, not mm. grassroots. That's a bit high, might, but just the act of twenty-two people playing football at, at yeah. whatever level and just going yeah. to a football match. I'm, I'm more. Yeah. I'm much more interested in that this season than I think I've been at any point in in my life, I suppose. So it's undoubtedly um, the most I've been uh, intrigued in leagues that we've not been in. I'm much more invested in the Championship and even League One hmm. than I am the Premier League. Like you know, I, I I could probably tell you the top ten are in the Championship. I don't even know where Brighton were. And obviously, a massive factor of that is because we're rubbish hmm. and you don't want to look at the Premier League. But I'm sick of it. I think you can pretty much season after season predict who's going to play where, uh, you know, predict who's going to finish where. Whereas, obviously, talking about non-league football and things like that, anything can happen, really. There's always going to be teams who have got more money, but it's a lot more, you know, much of a throwback to the the game that we grew up with, where, yeah, you know, Sheffield FC is semi-professional or whatever. They're probably never going to get to, you know, National League or anything like that. But there is always that dream. You know, the gap's not that big. Yeah, indeed. Um, Yeah, so Youth youth Cup game tomorrow night at the lane, if anyone's uh, anyone else's... Interested in watching a game of football? It is free for season ticket holders. Um, yep. What you got to? Uh, what you got to plug, mate? Before we finish, uh, just a view from Gillingham. Um, uh, they, they were sort of got beat by the better team. Quite cocky before, like not in a you know. I understand it. They got a lot of stick from our fans, but uh, one of the Gillingham fans came on and said, "Well, come on, you know, you're bottom of the league. We're going to give us a." And I'm like, "Yeah, fair enough. You know what I mean?" It's, <laughs> I, I'd have been fairly not confident, but I think I'd have gone into that game as a Gillingham fan, thinking, "You know, you know what?" You never know this. You know, they, these are on an to nothing um, coming here. So, yeah, um, that's the RoyViewFrom.com. Uh, probably have a mail episode out on Saturday, I think. We're going to go through all the feedback, comments that 
you get it. I've gone through them all today, actually. Um, you know, the 12 Days of Maidley episode. Oh, well, ages, absolutely. Bet, yeah. Feedback. yeah, so thanks for everyone for doing that. But wasted my afternoon now. <laughs> <laughs> you got your uh, pinch um, article yeah. as well, haven't you? From Monday oh, or Friday? Article, sorry. Yeah, social media uh, Friday, view on, um, on the pinch. I'm going to check that out as well. Yeah, I've got a, like a bonus article, I think, coming out on the pinch tomorrow. Oh, um, oh. Where, where I wrote about the uh, 2024 Sheffield United calendar. <laughs> Oh yes! Oh, I can't wait for this. I'm looking forward. This is right up my my what I call it, right in my wheelbarrow. I know what the real that's what I say. Um, I think yeah, I just so. uh, I don't know. I think I think Christmas just drove me steadily insane, and suddenly I just had a moment where I looked at my new calendar and was like, I've got a lot I want to say about this year's calendar. So I've I've said it. That's what I'll be on the pinch tomorrow. I'm assured. Um, Women of Steel uh, picking back up this week as well because the women's season resumes after their winter yeah. break. Uh, so look out for that tomorrow morning. I think that goes out. It's a preview of this weekend's game, which is in the Women's FA Cup. It's against Tottenham Hotspur. It's away. Yeah. It's going to be immensely difficult, but you never <laughs> yeah. know. Might, might catch them cold, I suppose. Um, but yeah, that'll be out tomorrow. That's womenofsteel.substack.com. Uh, right, mate. We'll leave it there. Thanks very much for your time. We will we'll be back next week. We'll preview that West Ham game and um, uh, we'll cook up something else to discuss as well. I'm sure we'll assign someone rubbish by the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we'll be able to give that some uh, some lip service, I'm sure. Um, right, mate. Well, thanks very much. And uh, yeah, I'll catch up with you soon. Thanks a lot, mate. See you later.